Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Tuesday wherever you may be across this great country or around this great land. Encourage you to go download and subscribe to this podcast which is now officially back up and running. Outkick the Show. You can go give me a five-star review. Sooner or later, I'll get around to reading all the smart and funny ones on this show. Right off the top, I want to say thank you to everybody who subscribes at Facebook and is by far the funniest, the wittiest, the most entertaining and probably the sexiest as well of all of our commenters. Thank you, Facebook crew, uh, for consuming so much of our content so aggressively. Also, thanks to Facebook, Twitter, everybody out there who is consuming OutKick uh, content on the regular. Uh, The Clay and Buck Sexton Show, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, currently top five in all news podcasts out there. We had Megan Kelly on today. Great conversation with her. Uh, We talked about a lot of different topics including the spiking murder rate all over the country and what is causing it. Uh, Plus, we talked a little bit about the Wokeopolis which I'm about to dive into uh, inside of ESPN right now. All of that uh, is out there. Go give us five stars wherever you may be watching, consuming, or listening to this product. I appreciate all of you. So, the NBA Finals begins today but all of the story is off the basketball court and surrounding the fallout from the Wokopolis, which is underway right now at uh, ESPN. If you have missed this story uh, the story spiraled out of a front page let me show you the picture and I understand that a lot of you out there are like oh my god you still read a physical newspaper yes yes I am the last of the not super ancient people who reads a newspaper I even know how to turn the pages and be able to read it this as we zoom in was the front page of the what is this Monday yesterday's sports inside of the New York Times and the fallout continues as Rachel Nichols has been pulled off of her sideline assignment and replaced with Malika Andrews uh, and she is being replaced by yet another black woman uh, and I can't imagine what she is saying in private now Rachel Nichols but she said I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world she covers football she covers basketball if you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity which by the way I know personally from the female side of it like go for it just find it somewhere else you're not going to find it for me or taking my thing away. Rachel Nichols pretended to be woke as soon as there was any danger to her job at all she immediately says oh the black girl is getting my job because of her race and because ESPN is trying to go after diverse hires. She also said 
I just want them to go somewhere else. It's in my contract. The job is in my contract in writing. She said that ESPN was feeling pressure about racial diversity. She also said those same people who are like generally white conservative male Trump voters is part of the reason I've had a hard time at ESPN. I've basically finally just outworked everyone for so long they had to recognize it. I don't want to then be a victim of them trying to play catch up for the same damage that affected me in the first place. You know what I mean. So I'm trying to just be nice. Uh, Maria Taylor said, I will not call myself a victim but I certainly have felt victimized. How can you say I will not call myself a victim but certainly I have felt victimized with a straight face. Maria Taylor got them to write this article about Rachel Nichols and Rachel Nichols' career may now be over. She apologized yesterday on the jump. She has been pulled off of the two biggest jobs that she has ever had. She probably will be shortly pulled off of the jump. And what we have got going on is a full-bore wokeopolypse at ESPN where everybody is terrified that the woke universe they have created is going to come after them. Whether it's the president of ESPN, Jimmy Pitaro, whether it is any of his subordinates who happen to be white guys, they are all running for the hills and they have no idea what to do. The revolution is going to be televised and it is happening right now at ESPN. I told you this was going to happen. For years, I have been telling you this was coming. This is how all revolutions end. Eventually, the people who think they're a part of the revolution, the people who think they're on the right side, the people who've been afraid to speak truth, they are now finding themselves the targets even though they considered themselves to be allies. Even though they considered themselves to be woke. Rachel Nichols, done. Adrian Wojnarowski, racist according to a former ESPN employee because he steps all over black employees to get his job done. And how does this end? It ends with some of the wokes getting guillotined. I've been telling you this is where we head. All revolutions ultimately turn on themselves. And you know the revolutionaries they've been trying to come after your boy here for years. They can't do it. They can't cancel me. I just keep speaking more truth and my platforms just keep growing and most of the wokes are afraid of me in the world of sports now. They don't even want to step to your boy any longer because they are afraid of the audience that we have built at OutKick and the truth and honesty upon which it is based. So, without external targets Donald Trump's not president anymore. Senate's controlled by Democrats. House is controlled by Democrats. Joe Biden is in office. Who is the great evil which unites them? There isn't a target anymore. Rachel Nichols tried to play the Trump train here. She tried to blame all of the Trump supporters for her problem. They don't exist anymore. So now Rachel Nichols is the woke person who's out there and she suddenly is realizing that on the victim ideology pyramid white girl ranks below black girl. And it doesn't matter what she says. The victimization pyramid that is the natural result of identity politics and critical race theory and all of this holds 
that based on your identity not anything you chose based on your race your gender your ethnicity your sexuality you get a victim score and if your victim score is lower than somebody else's victim score then they win. They got the trump card. Maria Taylor's black woman victim is better than Rachel Nichols' white woman victim. And they aren't allied against Donald Trump anymore. They're going head-to-head for the same job and now Rachel Nichols is losing twice. What Rachel Nichols needs to do is find a white guy to be the victim. To be the victim that she can trump the victim ideology of. Right? That's what she tried to do. It's so ridiculous and so transparent here. Direct quote, those same people who are like generally white conservative male Trump voters is part of the reason I've had a hard time at ESPN. She tried to ally herself identity politics wise with other marginalized communities in her mind and what she found out is white girl privilege is lower than black girl privilege, right? And if you start to rank it all on the hierarchy of victimization which is what unfortunately has taken over sports and much of corporate culture ultimately when you can't play the victim card against somebody else their victim card trumps you Maria Taylor dunks on Rachel Nichols and now Malika Andrews has dunked on Rachel Nichols. Are they better? I don't know. I don't think any of these people really matter, right? What matters is Devin Booker and Aiton and whether Giannis is going to play or not. The actual athletes on the basketball court that we can all judge for ourselves, but the sundry outside of the basketball court universe all of this has blown up in ESPN's face and Woj now Woj is in a rough spot remember Woj said F you to Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri when Josh Hawley of Missouri asked a very legitimate question what is the NBA's relationship with China? And Woj immediately responded F you. That's not because Woj actually is doing anything other than performative art he was trying to demonstrate how woke he was inside of the woke universe that ESPN has created where all that matters is how left wing are you? How left wing are you? Because it governs whether or not you were able to succeed at that company and increasingly at many other companies because ESPN has become a metaphor of the larger uh, woke universe that has been created. When Woj said F you to Josh Hawley a senator wildly inappropriate. He got suspended and he apologized but he was trying to protect his woke flank. He recognized that as a white guy covering a majority black sport he might be suspect on how much of an ally he is. What does Woj actually believe? And he was trying to protect himself but it doesn't matter because Woj just got Woj bombed by a former ESPN employee who said Woj is racist too. Will other employees be called racist? If I was Scott Van Pelt I'd be hiding underneath a desk right now bomb shelter style because the woke apocalypse has arrived at ESPN and they're no longer external targets. Right? They came for your boy. They came for Barstool. They lost. And now all they've got is to turn on each other and the woke off is afoot and who knows who is going to be able to actually survive. Jimmy Pitaro might end up losing his job at ESPN. White guy. He's in trouble. What does he do when he's got to decide between Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor? 
He finds another black girl to promote over Rachel Nichols. He knows that the victimization pyramid he might end up having to promote somebody else above him. I guarantee you Jimmy Pataro's on the phone at ESPN right now. He's underneath his desk. He's got his helmet on. There are woke woge bombs landing everywhere. The whole place is in an uproar and he's like find me a transgender transgender CEO. I don't care where they are. I don't care where they live right now. I need them in charge of ESPN right now. I'm going to become the CFO. I'll just be the CFO. I don't care what it takes. Find me, can Caitlyn Jenner take over at ESPN right now? Can, can you find me the most marginalized person in the history of America that I can give my job up to because I understand they're outside my office right now. They are chanting. They have got all sorts of uh, spears and arrows and there's a guillotine and they want to put me in prison and they want to march me out because I'm not woke enough. Can we finesse? Can you go back in time and somehow fraudulently make it look like I gave $200,000 to Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign before he was even the Democratic nominee. I want, I want to, can you go back in time and can you make it so that I paid Barack Obama's tuition when he was at Harvard Law School? Jimmy Pataro's on the phone and I said, I don't know, I don't, I need in some way, can I, I know he was born before me, but can you somehow figure out how I can prove that I paid for the Reverend Al Sharpton's divinity degree. I I need some bona fides from way back when so I can step in front of everybody and say, hey, you guys think I was racist, but I was such an ally. I was such an ally that I marched with Dr. Martin Luther King. That's what Jimmy Pataro is going to say. People say, wait a minute. You weren't even born yet, Jimmy Pataro, when Martin Luther King was marching. I was there. He is going to be, he is like, this is how scared the apocalypse, the woke apocalypse has arrived at ESPN. Jimmy Vitaro, see how he's trying to figure out what he can do to survive. Rachel Nichols is on the phone with all these other rich white people. She's like, I was woke. How are they doing this to me? Don't they understand that the only people who need to lose their jobs are Trump supporting white guys? Do they even understand that I'm a white woman? Do they know how marginalized historically I have been? And they just they just cast me aside. And Woj is like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I told that senator, F you. Do you guys not even remember last summer? Do you not remember I was raising my fist? I got BLM tattooed on my chest. There's nobody more BLM than Adrian Wojnarowski. Look at him. I got my initials right now. Woj may during, maybe tonight during the NBA Finals, they may go to Woj and be like, hey Woj, who do you think's going to win tonight? Do you think that it's more likely that the Bucks are going to win or the Suns are going to win? And Woj is just going to stand up and take off his shirt and say, this doesn't matter. Nothing matters about basketball. I want all of you to see my new BLM name tag, Backtat. It's rising like a phoenix. I just, I don't even want to talk about this game right now. All that matters, guys, is Black Lives Mattering. And I just think right now, as a part of the pregame, we should just sit here and you and me and everybody else out there, we should have a woke poetry jam led by me, Adrian Wojnarowski, 
about why Black Lives Matter so much and how insignificant basketball is in the grand scheme of things. That's why I'm here because Black Lives Matter so much. I'm not even kidding. I think Woj's got Black Lives Matter written on his back right now like it's his name tag. He might even take his jersey off like I said and Woj's just going to be sitting there shirtless Black Lives Matter just tatted all over him. He's got different people's names tatted all over him. There's nobody who has ever loved Jacob Blake more. George Floyd, Woj, if he has kids, he's going to rename them. They're all renamed after alleged police misconduct victims. He's gone already. I mean, I'm telling you, this is where we are. This is where the natural end of this, and this is history, right? Anybody who has ever studied revolutions, they never end with peace with the small possibility exception of the United States Revolution which most people probably haven't ever studied so they don't know anything about even though we just celebrated a couple days ago. They almost always end in violence and the revolutionaries just like happened with Robespierre and crew in the French Revolution they end up getting guillotined because it becomes a battle of true believers. That is what we are seeing right now. And ESPN is a larger picture of what we are seeing happen in the Democratic uh, Party. Because Joe Biden is terrified to the extent that he even knows what's going on on a day-to-day basis. He's terrified of his party. He's terrified that they're going to attack him. He knows that he's the oldest, whitest guy on the planet who has a substantial amount of power and he is terrified of what might happen to him. And this is what's going on when you create a universe not based on facts at all but based on feelings and based on identity politics and cancel culture because I've been saying this for a long time this is nothing new for me the twin pillars that are the biggest threat to American life today as we know it are identity politics and cancel culture they are kissing cousins something that I know a little bit about because I live in the South identity politics and cancel culture they are 100% united in the same and what we are seeing at ESPN is a direct result of identity politics and cancel culture taking over a corporation. And you have seen it happen on television for years. You have seen it slowly progress and this bonfire that has resulted from Rachel Nichols and uh, Maria, uh, Maria Taylor really ironically enough all predicated on Maria Taylor just trying to get paid more money. Jimmy Pataro has to be sitting around on some level just being like I don't know why we just didn't give this girl $30 million because she's going to cost us more money than this in the first place. And the end result politically is that Rachel Nichols gets kicked to the curb. Her career is effectively over at ESPN. She's going to have to do some Jimmy Swaggart style crying testimonial uh, explaining how anti-racist she is that she's going to have to go study and educate herself It's probably going to announce that she's going to some anti-racism camp like Tiger Woods went to the anti-sex camp back in the day. Rachel Nichols' career is over. She spent decades sucking up and trying to appear to be as woke as possible. And this is the other thing. People get mad at me, right? Some people are going to watch this and be like, Oh, hey, Clay Travis, he drives me crazy. What I do every day is tell you exactly what I think. With this microphone not being on, I don't really worry about the microphones in my radio studios or my television studios because if you suddenly got the off-air comments from me they would sound the same as the on-air comments. 
when you are 100% honest this is why my audience has exploded because I'm not an actor. You can't over time unless you're the greatest actor of your generation do three hours a day of daily radio do this show do another show write all of it without letting people know your authentic self. So my wife says all the time you can't say that on radio and then I go say it on radio. You can't say that on TV and then I go say it on TV. There is no difference. My wife was sitting here right now she would say there's no difference between what I say in our private conversations inside of my house and what I say to you guys every single day. The reason why I work and why OutKick has worked is because there's zero difference between what I say and what I think no matter where I am all day long every day. And what you're seeing with people like Rachel Nichols is and even this guy who was uh, advising LeBron James when he said I don't know this is uh, Adam Mendelson uh, who is uh, one of uh, LeBron James's advisors who helped to try to get felons the right to vote uh, these guys are all trying to preserve their jobs. They don't actually believe what they're saying. Adam Mendelson said I don't know I'm exhausted between Me Too and Black Lives Matter I got nothing left and then he laughed and so did Rachel Nichols. I don't know I'm exhausted between Me Too and Black Lives Matter I got nothing left and then he laughed and then Rachel Nichols laughed because deep down they actually probably agree with me that much of this is cosmetic theater BS. But unlike your boy here they are pretending to be woke. And the reality is they're probably I'm going to be frank with you more racist than I am because I tell you all exactly what I think and I treat everybody the same black, white, Asian, Hispanic, gay, straight doesn't matter. I treat everybody the exact same because that's the only way that America can live up to the ideals espoused in the Declaration of Independence and all of our country's founding documents. The wokeopolis the revolution is now and it will be televised and ESPN is going to finally start to reap what it sows because all of the battling is going on internal as this article says that place is a snake pit and everybody is angling to get as much ahead as they possibly can. Your boy here I'm filthy rich. It's a good spot to be in. I got tens of millions of dollars to my name. I'm a hundred millionaire. I don't ever have to work again if I don't want to. The reason why I am working and the reason why I am talking to you guys every day for three hours on the radio every day on this show every day running OutKick is because I believe that truth and honor and honesty and authenticity wins in the end and that is why I will still be standing when a lot of these woke frauds all fall down. I love all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Let me tell you something as we go to break here I got something I need to get an ad in uh, and uh, and it's a funny ad uh, so I want all of you to know if you're at ESPN right now and your penis isn't working because you are terrified that you're about to get fired you should know that erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 My Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. 
They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as $2 a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydrhank.com slash clay. Sign up today. Tell Dr. Hank I sent you. He'll give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydrhank.com slash clay. Offer available only for a limited time. Suns in six. That is the solution of the NBA Finals but the longer term result than who wins the championship by the way it's going to be the second lowest rated NBA Finals ever after the bubble may narrowly beat it. The revolution and the guillotining has begun inside of ESPN. I love all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. My name is Clay Travis. This has been OutKick the Show.